0: You're listening to the Love Yourself Madly Show, a podcast that helps everyday individuals embody compassion and self-love as a way of life. I'm Alta, a spiritual healer and entrepreneur who specializes in hypnotherapy and am best known for facilitating thousands of breakthrough healing sessions on clearing ego trauma wounds and awakening divine feminine energy. Tune in as we discuss spiritual lessons that can impact your life. I went on a little rampage this morning. I was drinking my teacup. Had it up near my face, felt this little meditation going, the warmth crawling up through my nostrils, and just feeling my lips literally hit the teacup, and just thinking, ah, oh, I think it's time to come back to podcast land, to share, to explore, to just be in vibe. I've been tuning into some of my favorite creators who are also in completely different realms and there's something powerful about authentic creation and just sharing essence and sharing learnings and sharing vibes. So I welcome you. It's time. We're back. We're here. We're going on this journey to love ourselves madly and I'm bringing you with me. mind let's talk about memories yes your unconscious mind organizes and stores all of your memories yes it's still all in there even if you can't remember all of it because the unconscious mind really when you think about the retrieval system even though it can feel a little weak or that you don't have full access to all of your memories it's because you have such a sophisticated way of filtering and distorting memories it's according to your values your beliefs your attitudes other memories and the way in which your mind categorizes there's really two pillars of categorization one is when you're categorizing by time you can think to a memory and your mind likes to place it in a time category let's say for example at the age of two this happened or at the age of 20 when your mind categorizes by time in teens child adult this is one of the ways that it helps itself to create retrieval the second part of how your mind categorizes is by gestalt and that means it's basically like a loose definition for clumping up to a greater pattern of a larger whole and so if these individual happenings Seemed similar to other happenings in your life, your subconscious mind may group it together and may group those experiences. Let's say if you were yelled at by a a boss, or you had been yelled at by your soccer coach, or you had a moment where you were reprimanded by a colleague, and let's say any authority figure your mind will likely categorize that experience into that whole. And so when we're thinking about memory, it's fascinating because subconsciously, We want to process our traumas, but it's an interesting thing. Even when we're doing a stream of consciousness with clients, we're just, you know, diving in deep. And I ask them to tell me a little bit more about moments that were um, and then insert the scenario. Let's just use yesterday's example. For example, moments where your love was pushed back or unreciprocated, or that created this hesitancy in you to not be able to fully express. And so my client sat there, she closed her eyes for a moment, really tuned in. I guide them into their intuitive subconscious recall so that any memory that appears, that shows itself is really... Trustable, trust it because your psyche is giving it to you in this moment because there's charged energy around it. So as she was recalling, she had this ability to remember people that were prominent in creating those associations. And she was able to remember clusters of moments that made her feel a specific type of way instantly. When she was speaking, I as a hypnotherapist can see that the way her mind categorized and created the the cluster of the whole was also very emotionally based, which meant that she was operating much more from the right side of her brain subconsciously at the time of event when those circumstances happened. When clients are able to have more of a dictation process of, it's it's almost like you are going through a bullet point list retrieval system, those exact pivotal moments, the mind subconsciously was most likely interpreting more on the left side of the hemisphere of the brain. So as she was recalling those times and we were looking at a series of events that may have been microcosms to the macro whole of why she now feels resistance to showing love at her deepest capacity, even though she consciously wants to do it, finding her body literally holding her back. We were looking at the introspective recollection of her memories towards that. And she had this moment where she said, I can't really remember exactly what he said um, or when, but I just remember overall. And that's a perfect example of how our mind unconsciously represses painful memories. It usually does so because we are in a place place of surviving, and surviving also means protecting us from unresolved negative emotions. When our psyche starts to begin to think, ah, you're ready, you're ready to face this or this is a safe space for you to do so, when the danger isn't as prominent, then The mind will now give accessibility, and the accessibility is extremely powerful because this is how we begin to resolve the emotions without actually experiencing the danger of facing them. Though, because pain has a relative impact in our body, it's not foreign to talk about unresolved memories or emotions consciously, and start immediately feeling the psychosomatic triggers within our body that could even trigger pain and or discomfort. And in the midst of our session, luckily... You know I'm able to distinguish when things start happening in the pain body as we're recalling or retrieving memories and she started feeling a pain in her uh, solar plexus she started feeling a pain in her back and you know according to the happenings that had been that had been guided through her life there was a lot of series events in which maybe she felt backstabbed by her ex-husband where there was moments where she self-sacrificed her actual physical body in intimate moments that as that distraught memory was brought to the surface, it was also her ability to face that moment of trauma and to then heal it. And awareness is such a powerful powerful just change agent really because when our unconscious mind presents to us a moment an opportunity for resolution we can then now indicate to our body a self-soothing practice. We did EFT tapping in that moment. We did guided breath work and we created a series of hypnotic suggestions to help relieve at the end of the session the trauma that was coming up. And so in addition, I guide my clients to at night utilize hypnosis sessions to help the ventilation of these memories and or any triggers that are actually coming up in the body so that the mind can create an Obedience cycle to help her process unresolved grief. All this to say that naturally we have stress that is also very much so it can be a normative stress which is day-to-day things that happen you know breakups loss in a job uh, death things of that nature but it's really the chronic stresses that we begin to categorize into a larger hole in our memory that become unresolved grief that also lead to disease so, I'm very adamant about helping clients heal through this. It's, you know, a practice to create integration time in between sessions and to also give clients hypnotic tools and sessions to be able to utilize in between our sessions so that we can release the old wounds and the negative emotions associated with them and really promote a state of well-being. I love doing the work and I fully believe that to create a new foundation in our life, it requires a loving sensitivity, a cocoon of love and the willingness to grow and evolve and to really meet those moments with ancient medicinal practices that help us resolve our pain body and to create a flow within our system. And so let's do the work. I'm excited for it. It's so good to be back to podcast land and just sharing, sharing love, sharing vibes, sharing intimate moments and sharing just little little moments of growth together. I welcome you to do the inner work. I welcome you to dive deep and to utilize moments within your day to create just profound introspection. Lately, I've been utilizing tea as my meditations and really allowing this to be such an integral part of my healing journey. And that I guide myself with, that I guide clients with. I just bought this amazing little teapot that's full of glass. And, you know, I'm so grateful to conscious creators out there. Uh, shout out to Heinz on YouTube because I love how he just reminds me of a mirror reflection of my own inner peace and joy and how important it is to share our essence, to share our truth, to share our being. And this is is what we're doing out here. We're, we're healing one, you know, one thing at a time, one moment at a time, one day at a time. And so as we're mastering the shadow of our unconscious mind and really stepping in and emphasizing conscious co-creation, I am sending love. And I'm sending so much peace your way. I have so many hypnosis sessions uh, in downloadable format. I do deep dives with clients and it's extremely empowering work. We do one year deep dives and I'm completely open to bringing on new soulmates. And so please reach out. Let's set up a 20 minute consult and pour love into you. You know, the cup overfloweth with love here and There is a million right ways to heal and one of them is humor and so I wish more laughter into your life today. Sending you love. See you soon.